Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. And next we will talk about Trump's campaign website being hacked and what it means leading up to the election. And finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Associated Press. A Florida man was arrested for changing the governor's address through the election website in Leon County, where Tallahassee is located. The man changed the governor's address from a Tallahassee address to Key West. Because the governor's address was changed in the system, the governor was temporarily unable to vote because he was at the wrong voting location. So this must have been a sophisticated exploit that was used to access the county's election website. Unfortunately, it wasn't. This would-be hacker told agents when he was arrested that he gained access by using the governor's birth date, which he found from Wikipedia. This story is troubling because not all of us are the governor of Florida. His problem was quickly resolved, and he was able to vote. If this were me or you, maybe it would not have been resolved so quickly. The second reason is how easy it was to change someone's information in the voting system. The county election supervisor said that there are two online systems where voters can change their addresses. The one the hacker accessed is aimed at routine transactions like address changes and requires only the voter's birth date. It has a safeguard to prevent hackers from executing mass changes, but no other higher level of security. The second system is a more secure system, and this is aimed at people when they initially register to vote, but it can also be used to change their address. This system requires knowing the person's driver's license number, the date it was issued, and the last four digits of his or her social security number. But does this make you actually feel safe? Our next story comes from the Washington Post. Hundreds and possibly thousands of patient records at a private Finnish psychotherapy center were accessed by hackers now demanding ransoms. The company, Vastamo, has stated that its client registry was likely stolen during two attacks that started almost two years ago. Finnish law enforcement says that tens of thousands of patients may have been impacted, making it potentially one of the biggest cases of patient blackmail using stolen records. What makes this story something that we need to be following and paying attention to is the type of information that was exposed. The information includes very personal information from treatment sessions. Our third story comes from the Washington Post. The Department of Homeland Security is leading an effort to get veterans to help combat disinformation campaigns targeted at service members. DHS is working with the nonprofit advocacy group Vietnam Veterans of America to urge veterans to evaluate online content before sharing it. 
According to a study by Vietnam Veterans of America, veterans have been targets of foreign disinformation campaigns. I think this is a great effort and should be applauded, and we should all be careful about what information we share on social media. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. According to a warning from the FBI that was issued this week, the agency has credible information of an increase in imminent cybercrime threat to U.S. hospitals and healthcare providers. According to the AP, independent security researchers and experts say that ransomware has already affected at least five U.S. hospitals this week and could potentially affect hundreds more. Just this week, the University of Vermont Health Network, which includes hospitals in Vermont and in New York, was hit by a cyber attack. We all must stay focused on keeping our hospital system safe. And if you know someone who works in the IT department at a hospital, please give them a hug or at least an air hug. Our final piece of Protect Your Neck news comes from HackerNews.com. Google removed 21 malicious apps from its Play Store. The apps appeared to be regular gaming apps, but they actually came packed with hidden ad malware, which is a type of Trojan malware known for its ability to serve intrusive apps outside of the game. If you downloaded the app Shoot Them, Crush Car, Rolling Scrolls, Helicopter Attack, Assassin Legend, Helicopter Shoot, Rugby Pass, Fly Skateboard, Iron On, Shooting Rope, The Planet Monster, Fine Hidden, Rotate Shape, Jump Jump, and Prop Rescue, please delete these apps immediately. Please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So let's talk about our main topic today, which is about the Trump campaign's website being hacked. The hacker managed to deface the site's about page for several minutes, replacing it with a claim to have compromising information about the president and his family taken from multiple hacked devices. Just weeks ago, the president claimed that nobody gets hacked. To get hacked, you need somebody with a 197 IQ and he needs to have about 15% of your password. Well, I guess he was wrong. However, there was no evidence that the hacker gained access to any private campaign data or that they're affiliated with a foreign intelligence service. So if nothing was taken, why are we talking about this story? Some people are taking the position that this is a distraction and we shouldn't be focused on this at all. So is this a nothing story? Maybe we should at least be talking about how seriously these campaigns are taking cybersecurity. What precautions are they actually taking? Within the past few months, both Vice President Joe Biden's Twitter account and the president's campaign website were both compromised. Are they going to take their own cybersecurity seriously? And are they going to take our nation's cybersecurity seriously? Our final segment today is our cybersecurity awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out. And it's the Too Many Urkels in Your Circle, That's Why You're Winslow Award. 
And for my hip hop fans out there, you recognize these lyrics as lyrics from Kanye West. It's a play on the show Family Matters and points out how one weak link in a group can lead to issues for the whole entire group. According to the Washington Post, U.S. intelligence agencies warned the White House last year that President Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, was the target of an influence operation by Russian intelligence. The warnings were based on sources that show Giuliani was interacting with people tied to Russian intelligence during a December 2019 trip to Ukraine, where Mr. Giuliani gathered information that he thought would expose corrupt acts by former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. This report is a reminder of how easily disinformation can spread if there is even one weak link. Everyone has a role in fighting disinformation, and we should all try to help each other. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.